The following podcast contains adult content. It is not suitable for minors, professional settings, or the faint of heart. Welcome to Foreplay Go South's About Last Night, a reoccurring monthly episode in which I take a story told on the stage last night's live event and release it the very next day. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day. I was, I was discussing uh, a barrier they were having in their marriage, and I kind of thought back to the first one with the, the, the bio uh, parent of my kids. And uh, it was kind of a turning point and a milestone in my life from an empathy standpoint. So uh, as many moons ago, anybody here a single parent ever done the, di- and done the gig? Yeah, Okay. It's fun. Being yeah. a parent is a lot like walking up to a busy intersection, you know, waiting for the light to turn red. You get the, the white walk sign. You look left. You look right. You look left. You look right again. Take two steps off the curb, and you get hit by a space shuttle. Good luck planning. Uh, so um, it happened during the deployment. So I had a spouse that had a bad habit of falling on other penises while I was gone. <laughs> Not the best, not the best thing in the world, but you know, got back, we kind of worked through it, we had the kids, and sometimes you're in a relationship where you just, you feel like you're damned if you, damned if you don't. So it's that thing where it's like either I kick you out of the house and I have all the responsibility and all the stress I already had, they just don't have me back up. Um, that was a choice I made, so it was just me and the kids, which is fine, worked out, but I don't know. For the first time in my life, I was like really spiteful and really resentful. Like, I was mad. I was hurt. And I was just doing some of the just ugliest shit I've ever done. Like just mean-spirited comments, very backhanded things. Passive aggressiveness on a whole new level. Because I wanted her to hurt. I wanted her to feel the way that I felt. And, you know, I was pretty good about not... I didn't do it in front of the kids at all, ever. Um, but... I'd get my digs in when they weren't there or they weren't in earshot if she was over the house. So my mother was visiting, and my mother did not like this person. <laughs> I got married to her, and she kind of, all right, do your fucking thing, man. So she was elated when we, when we separated and got divorced. But I said something just mean. And then, you know, uh, my former uh, spouse went to the kitchen, and my mother looked at me, and she's like, that wasn't, that wasn't very you. I'm like, whatever, she deserved it. She says, look, you know I, I freaking love her to pieces. She's just my favorite. But I'm pretty sure that she didn't get up in the morning one day and say, you know, I'm going to fuck around with my spouse. Like, I'm pretty sure that there were contributing factors that led to that. And if you don't look and investigate what the role was that you played in that happening, you're just going to repeat it with your future relationships. So I didn't sleep for 36 hours. <laughs> so anybody who's ever gone through any kind of like self-reflection knows that it's about as comfortable as a sandpaper dildo up your ass. Um, So you generally start with the first stuff where you're like, you do a lot of bargaining where you're like, ah, I was the perfect spouse. You know, I was supportive. I brought money home. For me, insert misogynistic uh, concept here. Like I was the breadwinner. I was a good father and a good husband and all that. And you're like, you know, I pushed her out of the house to go be with people on the weekends so that way... Um, you know, she was away from the kids and I watched the kids instead of recognizing, oh, well, maybe she wanted to spend time with me. 
maybe I was gone all week and she wanted to actually hang out with me instead of me kicking her out the door to go be with other people. And um, moving from the place you grew up your entire life to come down to a military base and you know, start your life all over and not really understanding that from an empathetic lens. So there were, there were things that I started, the more I peeled back the onion, the more I recognized a lot of the behavior in myself I didn't like. And what was good was uh, I got to sit down and I kind of got to reflect on the things that are most important to me. Uh, is when I get angry, you know, it's like you get pissed off, we all get pissed off. But before you get angry, it's a good idea to get curious. Like, what, what, am I, what role am I playing in this? And it's not necessarily like victimization or blame game. You don't have to like take it all on yourself and say like, ah, oh, no, I'm the, you know, I'm, I'm the reason this relationship ended. I was a terrible companion or I was a terrible submissive or a dominant or whatever have you. You know, it's, it's not about finger pointing. It's about assessing what you could have done better, where your growth areas are. You know, what were ways that you could have communicated in a healthier pattern? Because the people that you're going to be with are going to benefit from that. Now, that's great. Growth. We like growth. Growth's our friend. Especially with erections, those are good. Especially if it's attached to a man that doesn't talk much and is as queer as I am. But those are in short supply. I'm throwing out feelers. <laughs> um, but one of, the, uh, one of the things about that, again, you know, when it comes to, to self-reflection, which is good for us, is kind of recognizing the way that you can get better. And then you find ways to be more empathetic. You uh, learn how to perspective take. You learn how to kind of see things from other person's perspective, which is great. But then you transition into the next stage of our evolution, which is people pleasing. Because now you worry about everybody else's feelings except for your own. And you get really, really good at education, uh, emotional yoga, right? You get yourself in that nice little freaking weeping dog position where your head's over your, you know, it's like I haven't bent like that in sex, but I've done it from a social emotional standpoint. And you recognize that I need these things called boundaries. I'm allowed to have those too. So you start setting boundaries, and now you got that covered. And what's even worse is when you finally set boundaries, and people are like, what the hell, man? And you're like, hey, I'm standing up for me. But then you also recognize that when you, those pre-existing relationships, you didn't set boundaries up for. You know, It's like going to a, a firing range, and you didn't set up left and right lateral limits. You never gave them any kind of parameters. So when they turn around and shoot over the range hut, you can't really be mad at them, because you didn't really tell them where they could shoot and where they couldn't shoot. Um, so then you work through that, and then once you've navigated that, now we move into our final stage, which is you have developed emotionally. You have emotional intelligence. You're somewhat smart. I think I could pass like an emotional, a social emotional like SAT, get like a solid maybe 1100-ish, be cool. Probably not, I'd probably get like a C minus. They don't even have those for SATs, but I'd get a C in there. Um, <laughs> And what's cool is you recognize, hey, I've come this far. I, uh, I listen, I perspective take, I do these things. I have grown so much. The last stage is recognizing that you're allowed to be proud of yourself. And you're allowed to recognize the growth that you have had and the things that you have accomplished in being a better person to the folks around you and the people that you love. But you also got to recognize that there's a body count behind you. There's collateral damage. There are people that you harmed and you damaged along the way to get there. And you don't necessarily got to beat yourself up about it, but you do have to be accountable for it. So when you show your ass, it's okay. We all show our ass. Show me somebody who's never fucked up somebody or said something freaking mean or nasty or done something fucking petty, and I'll show you a liar. So be a little gentle with yourself. Answer the mail when you got to and just... 
try to be less of a dick to each other. This episode of Foreplay Goes South podcast was recorded and produced by event host and podcast creator Metanoia. These stories are recorded live every third Tuesday of the month at Petra's in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information about Foreplay Goes South, follow us at Foreplay GS on Facebook, FetLife, Instagram, and Twitter. Twitter.